STEM Minds. Welcome back to STEM Minds. Today I'm joined by Amy Groves, DevOps Support Engineer at Lloyds Banking Group, studying a Level 4 Apprenticeship in DevOps, having returned to education in her mid-20s. Amy's goal is to spread the word about the power of apprenticeships and continue inspiring young and established women to consider a career in tech. In her spare time, Amy is an apprentice ambassador, advocate for women in tech, and the West Yorkshire hub lead for Women Connect Tech at Lloyds Banking Group. Amy recently won the Apprentice Award by Every Woman, an incredible recognition for her monumental work in inspiring the next generation. Today, we discuss what it's like to pave the way for women and girls in tech, touching upon the importance of apprenticeships, how they enhance soft skills, and the importance of becoming a positive role model. We hope you enjoy. So lovely to have you on the podcast today, Amy. Could you begin by introducing yourself and giving us a bit of background, please? Yeah, hi everyone. Thank you for having me. So my name's Amy and I work at Lloyd's Banking Group. I'm currently a DevOps support engineer and it's taken me quite a journey to get there. So I've worked at Lloyd's Banking Group for about three, nearly four years now. And during that time, I've done two apprenticeships to get into technology. So the first was an IT technician apprenticeship which was very much like a foundation course and then from that I've ended up going on to a level four DevOps course now and then getting the role that I've got at Lloyd's yeah that's a little bit about me amazing Um, and I know you've recently won the apprentice award by every woman so congratulations what does this mean to you was it something that you were expecting at all it means the world actually I was completely blown away when I won the award did not expect it at all I feel like everyone says that but honestly I really really didn't I was sat at a table just sort of minding my own business thinking right one of those other amazing women that were in my category they're going to get called and then I just heard my name and wow yeah I was shaking the whole way up the stage and the whole way back to, to my chair at the end but yeah no it's incredible and I just hope that I can use this award now to show other women you know that they can pave away for themselves in a, in a tech career in a STEM career and hopefully uh, maybe I'll inspire somebody along the way. Oh that's amazing I'm sure you will. So I know also in your spare time you're an apprentice ambassador an advocate for women in STEM could you explain a bit about what this involves for you and why it's so important? Yeah, so for the apprenticeship side of things, that was really important because when I was at high school, I didn't want to go to uni. I figured that out from quite an early age. When I was 14, I got my first part-time job in a fish and chip shop, my own money, and I thought this was amazing and I could see like that independent life that, you know, that this sort of journey that I could go on and I wanted to get to that. I was a bit eager as a teenager, really. So when it got to 16 and everyone's doing the UCAS forms for uni, I was just adamant, no, really don't want to go to uni, please don't send me. Managed to speak to the school and they said, that's fine, you know, do, do your A-levels, but then go, go to work kind of thing. So I did, I went to work full time in various customer service roles and things like that. And then thankfully, along the way, I found found myself in an apprenticeship at, at Lloyd's. That's like a whole nother story. But because of my journey and the success that I've had and the opportunities that have opened up for me, I want to share that with others. So that's why I signed up to be an apprentice ambassador. And I do work in the Yorkshire and Humber region for that. And then also for women in, in tech and women in STEM, I'm part of a forum at Lloyd's Banking Group called Women Connect Tech. It's very much sort of been an internal community for the last few years since it's been created. But with that, we're hoping that we can use our network that we've now built at Lloyd's and take that externally and hopefully give talks to high school students, uni students, or women that are already established in their profession and want to have you know a pivot in their career and do something a little bit different. So 
I'm really passionate about that and, and spreading spreading the message about what we do here at Lloyd's. Oh, that's incredible and so important. So what was it that enticed you about a DevOps apprenticeship and what does that actually entail? There's a lot going on in that space at the moment. It's something that's quite niche, I suppose. I heard that it's, you're a bit of a unicorn if you're a woman in DevOps and doing quite well. <laughs> and getting quite high up I don't think many women are aware of it or, or what it is so I ended up going into the apprenticeship because off the back of my first apprenticeship so the team that I was in I noticed that their ways of workings were a little bit different and they were doing this thing called DevOps and it was development and operations and it was you know you could see the whole end-to-end process of producing some sort of tech or putting some sort of service out there for customers I just thought that was really cool how you could could see the full process and and see the impact that you were having on customers or communities at at the end of it. So I managed to find an apprenticeship, signed up to it, team supported me through that. And then because of that course, I managed to then get an internal promotion and become a DevOps support engineer. So in my day-to-day role at Lloyd's, I feel like the best way to describe it is if, say, like you you were a painter and decorator and you needed to do your job, you take a paintbrush, your paint pot, and away you go, you find a wall and you'd be painting, you'd be decorating. So you need tools to do that job. So in DevOps, you need tools to be able to possibly create a piece of software, maybe think about your online banking applications on your mobile phone, things like that. You need various tools to all bring them together to produce something. And that's what we do in my team. We look after that tool set. We package that up nicely so that colleagues can use it safely and create really, really cool products for customers across the UK. Wow. So a lot, a lot going on in there. And what is it like sort of balancing this DevOps apprenticeship with your role as the F5 software engineer? Is that right? Yeah, so I just recently changed roles. So my first role in IT has been an F5 software engineer, and now I've just moved on to be this DevOps support engineer. So, and that's only happened in the last sort of couple of weeks. It's all very new, but balancing that with an apprenticeship, it's it is difficult. It's not easy, but I suppose anything easy in life, you know, you know, it, you you want the challenge, um, you want to learn. So I think it's just been a case of I've had to be proactive. I've had to be. I've had to push myself and put myself out of my comfort zone to be able to learn the skills and and get that kind of balance. But with a company like Lloyds Banking Group and the support we have from a company called Firebrand that do all our training, they they balance the work so well that you get at least 20% of your time of your working week is for your study. So, you know, you're getting paid, you're earning whilst you learn, you're getting paid to to do all of this and you're getting in-work experience as well just to make that even you know that that'd be better that's amazing and have you mixed with you know a few other apprentices while you've been doing that yeah absolutely so when I first started we had on my level three apprenticeship we actually had a cohort so the apprenticeship team at Lloyd's are really good like that they try and keep all the apprentices together so that you can be talking and networking you might be doing completely different subjects but at least you've got somebody there who can be a bit of a buddy to to go with you on the journey and then they're really great as well in just pairing you up with mentors in work people with lots and lots of experience you know you got go go talk to them have chats with them they'll show you show you what they're doing that's incredible what skills then has your apprenticeship allowed you to build on i've definitely built on technical skills because obviously i'm now in the it world and i'm in tech but also the softer skills are something that i've really developed and 
skills that I didn't think I was going to develop from it. So things like communication and collaboration, you know, organization, all these things that we're sort of told are softer skills. And and maybe when you're applying for a job, you think, oh, they won't look at that. But you, if you can go into a tech role and have these softer skills and be able to speak to people and communicate, you'll go a lot further. Whereas if you just had technical skills and, you know, you just stuck to your laptop all day and didn't talk to anybody, you're not going to get very far. So actually, it's them softer skills that I've developed a lot throughout the process. Do you have any advice maybe for anybody listening on how they can develop their own soft skills? What's worked for you? I think just be open minded. Go on the any training that you provided with if you did do an apprenticeship, anything like that. Speak to people, shadow people. If there's a role out there, you think, oh, that sounds really, really interesting. Just get in touch, reach out. Normally people that have a skill in a subject area or know something, they're more than happy to share the knowledge because it probably excites them quite a bit. They like talking about it. So go find those people. And from that, from just having conversations, you'll you'll just naturally build those softer skills. You're gaining confidence and things like that. And it'll, it'll give you that sort of boost to push yourself even more. Amazing. I know you obviously feel so strongly about apprenticeships and the benefits of continuing your education. What would you say to anybody considering returning to education who might be a little bit apprehensive? Have you got any words of advice or wisdom? Go for it. Don't let anything stop you. I know people that have been on apprenticeship courses and they've had to take time away because they've had children or perhaps there's been sort of a, a big something personal in their personal life something big that's happened that's maybe put a pause on things there are ways around it so if, if you think there's a blocker there it's probably not a blocker you just need to open up and talk to somebody about it and the, the, there are ways around it and companies like Lloyd's Banking Group and, and other sort of big companies out there that are offering apprenticeships they have people in place to help you and push you and get you through it because they can see the talent that's in you and they want to keep that talent in that company you know so back to the Every Woman Awards then, what do you think set you apart from maybe the other people that were nominated for the award? Why do you think it was you that was chosen? That's a really good question. I could do with asking them that. Why was it me? I don't know. I think I try and stay humble, right? I'm not somebody that's like, I'm not flashy on social media or anything like that. You know, I don't push myself out there. So I have to, other people have to push me to kind of showcase myself. So I think it's probably because of that, that somebody else maybe nominated me and that that always, I was recognised as well. That's a really difficult question actually to answer, but I'm just, just so glad that they have. And, and it just makes me recognise in myself that I am doing the right things and I am, I'm on the right journey that I want to be on in helping others along the way. Yeah, it must be a nice kind of boost of confidence to show obviously everything that you're doing is for them so I'm interested to hear about your goals what are your goals for the next few years and once you finish your apprenticeship I, I want to be more technical I want to keep going with my technical skills and, and, and stay hands-on um, finish my apprenticeship which hopefully I'll be finishing that in the next month and then I'll have a level mm-hmm. four qualification which I think is the sort of same as a kind of foundation degree level of UK education and then I, I just want to carry on paving the way for other women and young girls I'd like to as well as do my day job I'd love to be able to get into high schools maybe do talks to the students there or, or talk to parents and just reiterate that uni isn't the only way I mean uni is brilliant 
for a lot of people and it is the right thing for them. But there's a lot of sort of teenagers at the minute, maybe making the choices, parents are saying, oh yeah, yeah, go to uni, you know, we'll support you, we'll push you through it. But they might have reservations and doubts. So I just like to be maybe somebody that can give information to others so that they can make an informed decision. And I think, yeah, I've already established women as well, maybe pivot the careers and things like that. So yeah, just help others is my future plans really. And then hopefully yeah. build my career along the way as well. Yeah, that's amazing. And then lastly then, why is it important for men, women, boys and girls to get involved in advocating for women in tech? Obviously I know how passionate you are about it. And then are there any smaller, if you will, ways that people can get involved that maybe they wouldn't initially think of? Yes, yeah, so it's important for everyone, whether you're man, woman, you know, boys and girls, everyone to get involved because we all have women in our lives, right? We've all got mums, sisters, aunties, cousins, guardians, you know, there's, there's always a woman in, in your life. So it's about making equality, sort of promoting that equity, giving choices to everybody. And if we all talk about it and we all have share that conversation, then we can all understand each other. You always hear, you know, what is it? Women are from Venus, men are from Mars. And there's a little bit of truth in that. We are quite different in our sort of biological builds and things like that. So to understand each other and why we all feel differently, why we all maybe work slightly differently, it's a good conversation to have around the table and involve everyone. So I'm hoping that schools are doing more. And I think for ways for people to get involved in, it's just keeping that conversation open, becoming a role model. If you've got kids at home, have conversations with them, let them know what you do in the day job, maybe, if you're already in some sort of a, a STEM career. You know, take your kids into work day, things like that. I did that with my mum back in the day when I was a teenager, and that sort of encouraged my enthusiasm for the, for the workplace. And, and challenging things, if you don't think the way conversations are spoke about are right or anything like that, when it comes to perhaps stereotypical conversations about women, challenge them and, and yeah, open up that conversation. Amazing. So important. I loved all of the advice throughout that. Thank you so much. It was amazing to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. STEM Minds.